Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. Hi Bertie, how you doing? I'm doing okay, I'm doing okay, how are you doing yourself? Yeah, fantastic, really good, really, really good weekend and yeah, it was just a fantastic weekend and uh, yeah, enjoying this week as well, yourself? Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, very good weekend, Sunday rather sort of hazy, come four or five o'clock, but never mind, never mind, if we've recovered, we're all, we're all fine now. Are you, uh, you going to tell everybody you're your corporate Bertie? I was, I was, I managed to secure a corporate brief for the game. So, yeah, suited and booted. Well, yeah. Are you? And uh, and you're, you're well. Co- it wasn't. It wasn't a suited and booted one. It wasn't a box. It was a uh, cafe eighteen eighty eight. Okay. Okay. At Parkhead, which is uh, which I think is better, to be honest. What, why? Do do tell. Well, the, the box. I'm no. I'm not a great fan of the box. I've been in a box twice. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like you don't get the the same atmosphere, and the the box is like the music's in through like a sound system, or the 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 atmosphere's in through like a sound system, and you watch it behind the glass. Whereas I prefer to be like out in the open, and the, they get get the whole atmosphere, you know. But you're on the you're, uh, in, you're in the you're in the those was it those heated seats, the comfy seats? Is that where you are? It was the comfy seats, aye. It was the comfy seats up behind where uh, Danny used to sit. It's a long, long way away from the, the Celtic and your dad and you're a young boy, isn't it? It is, aye, it is. Living the dream. Bertie, living aye. the dream. Corporate Bertie. <laughs> aye, that's it. Uh, that was your, excellent. Your corporate Bertie scarf as well. A corporate scarf? Did you see my scarf? Yep. Did you Did you iron it? Did you? I didn't, no. Oh. No, I didn't iron it. I probably should have. It's a wee touch of class. Uh, yeah, just give it a wee, get a wee run over with iron. I should have done. I should have done. But ah, uh, oh, excellent. I mean, it was a very good day. So we had. What do we have with a with a a crisis on Friday? Well, we had a good result with a good result in the European game against Sudova. Or what did Paddy, uh, what did Paddy Bonner call him? Who called him FC Sudoku? Sudoku. I think it was Packy Bonner. <laughs> I think it was Pat Bonner. Oh, brilliant. So we, we, beat, we beat them. And you were feeling a yeah. bit... Feeling, and then Twitter was a bit cryptic. And then... Aye. Uh, Bendele left, which is fine. Yeah. That was fine. And... Well, it wasn't fine, but it, I, I knew it was happening. You, you, ah, get, I you, think get, I, you get a feel for these things. I think uh, everybody kind of accepted that it was... If it wasn't... It was going to be sooner rather than later that the belly was going to be, and I think, well, I don't know. I think the way he conducted himself, I think it was always going to be sooner, regardless of what I mean. After before the Sudova game, Rogers said he wasn't going anywhere, and then after the game, I don't know if you heard Rogers' interview after the game. Then Rogers said, "Well, we don't know. We just need to wait and see what happens." Yeah, the, the, the fact is that these things are going to happen with Celtic every year or every couple of years and it's happened since I mean what came, came home to me was uh, was it Hoydonk was over for the charity yeah. game a couple of, couple of years ago that's another story but I'll tell that one maybe in a, another day but and Hoydonk saying he's signing autographs and everybody's up getting about pictures with Pierre and stuff and he done 15 20 times worse than uh, Musa did the last couple of days yeah. so to be honest We've seen this story time and time again. That that's that's the team we are. The rest of the stuff with Lowell and 
yeah, I, I don't really want to go there tonight. I would concentrate. No. The, the other stuff with Lawwell, there is different agendas moving around, and there is di- there's different there's diff- people's definitely uh, get different views on it. Uh, for me, if he, he wants to go, he goes, and that, that's how Celtic will move on. I, I enjoyed Ryan Christie's performance on the Thursday night. I thought we were playing a lot more fluid uh, football on the Thursday night, which was going to. Uh, do as well or bode, bode well for the weekend and we got our defender in and yeah like the transfer I actually didn't feel that good on the Friday I was like oh you're checking your phone and you're sort of looking around but once the Saturday cleared and you say look this is our team until the end of the uh, end of the uh, uh, to, yeah to, end of December and it's beginning of January but Boata's there and he's playing very very well now and whatever happened with him that's fine but he's here he's playing for Celtic so I'm delighted with that and then we moved on to Saturday, and the Saturday, the Saturday games were strange because uh, Aberdeen get beat, Hibs get beat. Yeah, that's right. I didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't expect Hibs to get beat. I thought Hibs would have been Aberdeen maybe, not as much of a shock. They were down to ten men early doors, I think, but uh, not as much a shock as as uh, as Hibs. You know, I thought Hibs. Saying that, I, think, I don't think Hibs have got a great record. But, uh, the Tony Macaroni Stadium. Yeah, but it's still, it's it's still called surprising. Now. I mean, Livingston are doing very well, but the fact are that these teams shouldn't, if they're going to contend, they can't slip up. And then obviously Hearts won again, so Hearts are putting the pressure on. And then it rolls rolls into the to Sunday. And I just, at no time during the day did I think to myself that they were going to beat us. There's no, no chance. I thought maybe... No, just there was no way when I was I was going to Temple Bar to meet with Danny and Frank, and I, I was thinking Dan Devaney and Frank. I thought to myself, "There's no way we're we're losing this game today. Just absolutely no way." Uh, what about yourself? When you were going to be you nervous or when you were going to the game? I was I was a bit nervous, but just because of the, I'm always nervous before the the Celtic Rangers games just because of what's been on before. But suppose if you when you sit down and look at it, I don't I don't think there was ever any way that they were going to. Never going to beat us. Well, we get we, we every year it's the same stuff. Every year it's the same. The greatest in the European games sort of trick you into some sort of sense of wait a minute, this team might actually be. We may look to them. We thought we're better defensively, but actually when it comes to Celtic are the barometer that everybody's got to, in Scotland have got to uh, play themselves against. And when it even just as the game starts, you think no, this isn't. Well, first of, first of all, what did you think of the team? As, well, what did you think of the team that Rogers had named? It, it, it's a team of men, I suppose, isn't it? They, they play, they, they don't do all the guys, Roderick, the middle of the park, McGregor and Cham and Brown are going to look after themselves. Uh, one up front, I thought maybe he was going to go for two, but he, he just picked men. So, well, listed. I thought I was. I thought I thought it would have went with Griffiths. To be honest, I thought if if you were Griffiths, I thought it would have been very disappointed not to start the game. Yeah, but Edward's been paid seven million for a plus well, a couple of million. But add-ons like if he's been kept in the back burner for the game, then that's that's good management. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Because but, he, he was good, and he's he's frightening to play against like these goals and. Would never have came up against a player like that before in their lives. Uh, it gives you something to think about, I suppose. Yeah, at the back. I, I like. What about you know? What about the, what about the Rangers side then? What do you think of the Rangers team? Uh, 
when you seen it? Well, I thought I thought it would have played Lafferty up front. I thought it would have went one up front. I thought it would have went Lafferty up front yeah, himself so and left quite, left Morelos on the bench. I was quite happy for him to be king, kicking around left hand side. Um, yep. I wanted to see the new improved Ryan Jack, but that didn't happen because he disappeared. And yeah, yeah, there was no real Kent as well, and he's a lover puddling like uh, under nineteens or twenty player. So I wasn't. I wanted to see your man. What's the, I keep forgetting his name. The guy in the middle of the park that scored the goal against Mullerwell. Ejaria. Uh, uh, Ejaria. Yeah, I wanted to see him. I thought he was going to be a, but he disappeared as well. So he he just ran out of legs. I think after about maybe maybe the first half, maybe five minutes, five ten minutes into the second half, he just looked absolutely knackered. Yeah. So so you get and then you sit down your corporate and what were you thinking? You just you just loving it. The Celtic crowd. There's loads of us. Sixty thousand people near enough. I just, I, it's, to be honest, to be honest, I, I, I thought you're, you're sitting there and you're, you're enjoying your, a, 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 a tripler. It was a treble, a trebler we had. A what? A trebler. I've never had a trebler before in my life, but it was, it was a, lot of, a lot of trebles kicking about at Parkhead at the minute. What, but it was a, no, 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 it was a, a rolling sausage, tatty mm-hmm. scone and bacon. Right, okay. And that they call a it? A trebler. Aye, Aye a trebler. In free as well. Free? Yep. A trebler a trebler and a cup of a cup of tea. Right. Uh, and you're sitting there and you're just watching the, the, the ground sort of filling up and it's just a weird sort of thing to look look over into the kinda the corner of the the Lisbon the, the Jockstein stand, I think that's mm-hmm. the Jockstein stand, isn't it? And uh, there's only like eight hundred Rangers fans there. You usually see, do you know what I mean? You're used to seeing half the half the stand where they've all got their Union Jacks out and their uh, other flags and banners and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And there was eight hundred of them. It just looked, did they look right? Yeah, it's not. It's not right, is it? It's not. It's the the pictures of eight hundred middle aged men with Rangers stuff on is is hilarious. Aye, like it's uh, absolutely it's... hilarious. Well, see, see, the thing is, there was—I I mean, I don't really know, but the, the guy I was one of the guys I was we made a decent point. He said that that those eight hundred, those eight hundred Rangers fans are the what you would call, well, what you'd probably call the guys, the, the, the city money men, if you know what I mean. There's there's four hundred, there's four hundred, I don't know, say there's say there's four hundred Rangers supporters clubs, mm-hmm. right, throughout Scotland, so. What he said is what what he'd heard is through a couple of guys he'd been speaking to that they get one ticket each right, okay. per supporters per supporters club, right? And the other four hundred went to the corporate guys. Okay. The, 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 so like if you buy it, if you buy your corporate season ticket, you like two tickets to every away game or whatever it was. Okay. Okay. So that's that's the corporate uh, guys with all the dough, or guys with all the money that are buying all the corporate season tickets. So and, it's the city, it's meant to be the sort of higher echelons of the, the Rangers support, and and a special guest as well. Did you see him? I seen Nacho in there. Yeah, oh, I seen Nacho. Nacho. Aye, he was there with his minder. Did, did have, you see the? Was that a minder? It, was it? A well, minder? it was. I. I think I. Aye. That's interesting. So, I mean, but I it's mean, just. I mean, it just. It just. To me, it's 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 no right. Oh. 
it's one of these cities diff- difficult ones. Rangers, are, Rangers have come out and said we're only going to give you 800 tickets and that's it. But I don't know whether it's one of these ones where Celtics they maybe just took the, the sort of moral high ground and said, you know, well, just it doesn't matter. We'll just give you your seven and a half thousand. Yeah, well, but to be honest, to be honest, I would have gave them. I would have gave them ten thousand, fifteen. Get as many of them in to see the <laughs> see the game as, as they can. <laughs> Yeah, so they they still the, the greatest team of brands in the world going for 55s. So they go for 55, and there's 800 real Glasgow Rangers men there, and they just come and basically part the bus. Well, that that that's pretty much. I mean, their tactic their tactic seemed to be, uh, well, it didn't seem to be the tactic as far as I could see. It was get the ball and horse it towards Kyle Lafferty. For him, to and that was. Pretty clear after maybe two or three minutes that that was that was their game plan. Was sit in, sit in, sit in, and horse it to Kyle Lafferty, who I thought Lustig did really well against. I mean, I mean, you don't but, need you don't need to tell him what to do against Lafferty. He needs to just sort him out, and he, that's what he did. Aye, and then Lafferty stood on him, nice. which was again not really nobody. It's all quiet in the press. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing about that. Uh, and then obviously Lafferty as well. The the tackle Scott the Brown got booked for. Yeah, shocker. I mean, nearly killed him. It's nearly killed him. He's he's down, rolling about, holding his leg, holding his ankle, and I could I could I could tell. I mean, we were sitting on the other side of the park, and you're just like he never even touched him. He never went near him. The thing is as well that that you've got to put it into some sort of perspective. Uh, Hearts are top of the league. Right, free flow, and they've scored more goals than everybody. And, yep. and Rangers bought their sub. Well, that's it, yep. Rangers that's bought it. their substitute. That's basically it. And to be honest, he was nowhere near Celtic. He's nowhere near class enough to, to, to give us any real problems in that type of environment. Maybe in Tyne Castle, and it's a Hearts game, but Celtic bring their A game in these types of games, and it just, blow, blow, just basically blew them away. It's yeah, a, it was amazing. It was great, great performance. It was great to watch. I mean, they, they actually can't keep the ball. They actually they don't have the necessary skills under pressure to keep the ball. They keep putting the ball out. They're, they're yeah. They let their midfield just walk all over the top of them. People like Jack just disappeared. Morelos disappeared. And it's just it's it's so funny that. Uh, Again, the, the game you listen to it's all about. Oh, McGregor should have been sent off, or it, what? It, they always put it down to like little, little things like uh, Roderick foul Jack. It's always it's always little little sound bites for 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 the harder learning to 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 take on. So well, certainly just shouldn't have lost because because Jack should have been wasn't Jack filled. Was, and Jack should, was filled, but it's the it's the it happens eighty yards from the Rangers goal. Well, well, the- and nobody does anything about it. But it was interesting. I don't know if you. I mean, we'll, we'll maybe get back to, to, to some other instance in the first half just in a wee second. But it's interesting to, to, to hear the the thoughts. I think I think it might have been uh, Lee McCulloch, or maybe it wasn't Lee McCulloch. I can't exactly remember who it was. That they said. I mean, why did why did the Jarry not just pull him down? Why did it just pull Rogic down, take the yellow card, and that's it? Well, what kind of planet are you on? What's that all about? 
just pull him down and that's it. But Ajarier, Ajarier, he, he, he did, I mean, Rogic isn't the fastest guy. He's not. He's got the ball. Ajarier's a young guy. And in the end of it, he's given up the entire ghost. He's just standing there on the D. Yep. Uh, Tavernier's shouting at his defence, giving them a trouble. But both of those guys could have just kept running. No, they could have, without a doubt, they could have. They could have got in front of the chat. It reminds me of a goal. I watched the goal a couple of times, I realised that that's actually a goal that you see scored in the fives and seven sides. Yeah, you're playing against that. You're playing against like a team that's, it's probably like they're not Rangers, but you're playing. You're, you're playing a team that, is, it, it's maybe tiring, and you know they're tiring. And you're doing a bit of defending, and you know in your heart of hearts, if somebody gets that ball and starts to run with it, or maybe nicks the ball off somebody, and it's deep in your own half, you know if you keep running, that a couple of passes and the other guys, but it, the, the other team's not going to follow you through, and you just put it in the bottom corner. Like that, that goal happens ten minutes ago and people are breathing. And it really yep. and really it became what's the what's the line? It came as a part where Rangers were getting into the game. But in all honesty, Rangers had a couple of balloon crosses. They weren't really doing much. And if they want to park the bus, park the bus. If you're going for fifty five, yep. you come to Celtic, you say that we're the best team, you've signed fifteen players, you're signing Gareth McCauley in the, the morning. Then if you're you're if you're gonna park the bus, park the bus. So they come out yeah. against us, a couple of dodgy crosses, Jack decides that he doesn't want to head the ball, he's gonna show us all how to turn Beckham Barres in the ball. He loses out to he loses out to Roger. Roger runs the entire length of the pitch. Nobody else bothers chasing back. I mean, what do they expect? Like these I know. Players, these players are getting no Celtic this is Celtic scoring goals like this all pre season. This yeah. is the type of goal we score. Uh, regularly against tired teams, so yeah. why did why would why would you come out against us? It's just silliness. It's just it's just this part of the bus. But they were Aye, just a satin. We we had about fifteen corners at one stage. We, fifteen. We, I think we had fourteen corners in the whole game. Fourteen we, corners. Rangers had four. Yeah, we were sitting. In, we were in Temple Bar, sitting outside, and like, like we're squinting to see the TV. But like it was if that corner was just every time knock it over and then Cham can at a corner for his life. He just can't uh, at a Celtic Celtic Celtic's delivery from corners is horrendous. Shocking. So actually, it really is. And then we had the we had the bar, we'd, and then another the other the other sort of talking incident is uh Alan McGregor, the, the phenomenal ninja that he is, and gets away with and, and to be honest, that, that stuff makes it even more sweeter because you get wee Snidey man kicking out. Adger, you get Morelis, who I read an article last week, Pedro Cassino said he needs to he needs to screw them up for this game because he will be targeted. A year later yep. he's been sent off twice. He wasn't even targeted because he was nowhere near the game and still yep. he's up to his foolish behaviour. I mean he's a total, total liability. McGregor is a model professional. He's a, well, he's not really a liability, he's getting away with it. And to be honest, he's getting away with it. To be honest, it makes it even sweeter. I mean, it's absolutely even sweeter that they gave it their best shot and they still couldn't. They still they're nowhere near us, and they're, they're just. I don't. Nowhere near I don't us. think they are. I don't think they are. But I mean, I, I, I mean, what do you what do you think of it? I mean, the McGregor thing is is just absolutely ridiculous. 
I mean, you seen that you seen. I've read, I think I've already seen the footage of McGregor against Motherwell, mm-hmm. where he falls to the top of the guy and elbow drops him like a a, a WWF wrestler. Swan Swan Tongue Bomb. <laughs> and then and then gets away with it. Nothing, nothing said. Nothing in the press. Absolutely nothing brushed under the carpet. Then the same incident goes. Well, it's not not the same incident, but a similar incident. Alan McGregor kicks out uh, Ayer and absolutely nothing done about it. Uh-huh. And then it's in the it's in the press. But the the, the, th- the thinking is because I don't know if you heard that. The thinking is because it's not reckless behaviour that oh. he doesn't get a red card. I just can't listen to Darrell Bradford talking about that stuff. I actually can't listen to it because it's just, it's nonsense. It's just not, there's no, no, no sense. It's to absolute it nonsense. So as you said, as Michael Stewart said, Michael Stewart said, well, so what you're, you're allowed to do is because it's not reckless behaviour and it's not, uh, I can't remember the actual word, but he says you could actually go up and boot somebody in the backside and you won't get sent off for it. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the rules of the game. Yeah, I just don't. I according, just don't. To, according to Daryl Broadfoot, I mean, so, it's just utterly well, ridiculous. Like Willie Collum had a bad game, but actually didn't have a bad game because all those incidents don't get sent off for retrospectively. So what did Willie Collum do? He did nothing wrong. He just done. He just referees the game, and then the SFA and the Monday Tuesday three referees look at it and say, "No, oh, no, McGregor shouldn't have been cautioned or sent off for that." Aye. I mean, like, like these are the things we're against, and. Uh, I, I don't want Celtic to give them a similar incident so they can look at it because I'm just quite happy with Celtic playing top class football but also the thing with Celtic is that Celtic need to keep playing football like some of that sort of long ball into Edward wasn't not long ball that's a scooping ball in something that Golson was dealing with but when Celtic actually just play with that speed and that Aye, they move, move the ball quickly yeah so like uh and FC Sudoku were playing, McGregor runs and then he doesn't. He has to pass it back to Sinclair and the ball's sort of moved back again. But the Celtics should just concentrate playing with that sort of speed because that sort of speed is a level uh, away from anything that uh, Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen and Rangers have seen. So Celtic need to do that. And once they do that, play a bit of football, then they beat, they'll beat everybody in Scotland easily. It's when they start trying to knock the ball forward and giving defenders chances. They were all at sea for that goal, and uh, once we just play a bit of football, it's just it's just great to watch. It's just it's just that's the way Celtic. Musa Dembele's away. Celtic can still play football, and that's great. I just I'm just I'm yeah. delighted at the weekend. But I think things like, and also as well, it's it's the weekend, isn't it? It's like like our pub, our pub is jam packed with Celtic fans. All the yeah. guys going to the Dublin game, Celtic fans just singing and dancing in the middle of Temple Bar. Really, really good fun, and it it still means a lot to for me to see like fans like different places. You know, what I mean, I just think it's, it's it's a great buzz, and yeah. And then then you leave, and it's the it's the aftermath. It's a Twitter. It's it's, it's yeah. everything now. Like it used to be, you used to go home and have a laugh in the bus, or you used to go home, and but nowadays, or you get to watch you get to watch sports, you know, whatever. Or maybe just disagree with some of this. But nowadays, Twitter is just. It's just it's actual entertainment in itself after the game because ah, it's brilliant. people it really are just is. getting ripped. Like the did you see? Did you did you see the one that the guy who was uh, raging but starving? What was that? No, did you not see that one? No, 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 no. 
the guy was raging. The guy that's what the the post was raging but starving, and the the the, the, uh, the sky cameras pans into the the crowd, mm-hmm. the Rangers fans, and there's a guy standing there, with his glasses on, and he's sort of just standing there in disgust, yeah. picking his nose. Oh yeah, that's that quite tough. That. <laughs> <laughs> he's picking his nose and the next thing you know there you go finger right in the gob <laughs> you're uh, a, a light a light Martin's uh, post last yesterday the, the, the Rangers Zoolander the guy standing with his aye his, aye the his, guy standing with his designer gear on and all his, the rest of it his legs sort of as if he was a uh, he was, his, his lips were pursed and his legs were sort of like a cowboy and he was just like but I, I love I love the the Celtic fans uh, Celtic players celebrating and then 800 fans 800 Rangers fans are giving it the old hold me back hold me back I mean what, what are they achieving I mean they're just like it's just so silly you know what I mean they should just just be better well well I was listening I was listening to a podcast today uh, a, a well known uh, Rangers podcast yeah yeah and and uh, one of the guys on the Rangers podcast said that you know, one of the things that he does on a regular basis when he's at games and he notices we minor indiscretions, all that kind of stuff, is he'll write an email, he'll write a letter to the club and write a letter to the compliance officer, the SFA compliance officer, just general things, you know, if there's any trouble with the turnstiles he's, he's, he's emailed Partick Tissel about trouble with the turnstiles mm-hmm. he's emailed Aberdeen with trouble with the turnstiles you know putting the card on the turnstiles the turnstiles not working that kind of thing sends it to the compliance officer regular basis you know finds uh, is in constant contact with these guys and and uh, as that that's that's what he's sent the, to the compliance officer He's sent to the compliance officer that he thinks it's an absolute outrage that Celtic were allowed to do a lap of honour after the game in, in, in front of their own, fa- in front of their own fans, in their own park, after beating their big, uh, after beating Rangers, they're not allowed to do that. No. Because, and he, what he says is, Celtic have an inferiority complex, okay. and they've got to, they've got to, they've got to prove to everybody that they're the best and jump about and all the rest of it. And everybody's got to say, "I oh, use the best, use the best, use the best." We've got an inferiority complex, and that's why we've done the, the. Uh, lap of honour after the game but, yeah okay but I mean look the thing is like it just takes people just to stand or sit in their seat and just watch us and they go round there's no yeah. big deal there's no just got to be an adult about it like Celtic are beating Rangers it's it's happened it's happened ever since they, they were ever since they were born six years ago so I mean that's just that's just a fact of their lives why can't they just deal with it you know and why does it always have to be something small and and it turns out they blow it up into something big. Yeah. Um, yeah, so won the, won the Rangers game. And, yeah. Uh, Twitter's brilliant. Well, Twitter was great fun. And then, but the end of it, you sort of feel it was great fun. It really good, really had a great day on Sunday. I was buzzing around Dublin. It was just great fun. But you kind of feel that it's you know, a bit short-changed, aren't you? Like, Rangers are just, they're just, it's all smoke. There's nothing there, again. Uh, well, to be honest, to be honest, I I I think they've got absolutely nothing. I, I didn't really see. Do you know sometimes where you, you you watch the game and 
or you watch games and you think, to, I, I can see what he's trying. There's sort of green shoots coming up, you know, aye, aye. He's maybe got a sword at the back and good midfield, and but he's just lacking something up front. I just, I just don't think that. I just don't think they've got anything at all. And I think, I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe they've signed 15 players and it's going to take time for them to gel together. But see, the, see at this stage of the game, I don't think there's anybody in that Rangers team that would, would, that would even go on Celtic's bench. Yeah. And you wouldn't, I mean, look, it doesn't matter all the discussion we get. You wouldn't take McGregor in Celtic Park. You wouldn't no. have a character like that in Celtic. No. Definitely not. But you look at it now, like, like that's, Hearts are winning the league, so we need to get moving. So Celtic are away now to St Mirren. Friday night game, actually. Then we'll get Kelly away. So it's sort of tough. A couple of hard games, yeah. St- and then Aberdeen at home, and then St Johnston. And that's that's your, that's your September, plus you've got the sprinkling of the European games in there. Like that, this, this will be the... The Rangers game's fun, and it's good fun, and all that carry on, but the, the litmus test is this month Celtic need yeah. to be coming away with, with with I don't know 12 points in the league plus plus good European results because the the, the Friday did happen the, the transfer window did happen and it, Rogers will have to have to step up to mark with a squad and hopefully they will do but certainly it's a big month because Hearts have got Mullerwell Livingston uh, St Johnston and then they've got they've got Rangers sort of at the end of the month or just sort of the mid until yep. October, but they don't have any European campaigns, and they've got something no, to play don't. for. Cause, so we, we have to make sure because this time last year we were a bit sloppy. Uh, this yep. this time, this time we need to really press on because we don't want teams getting too far away. And cre- all credit to Hearts, they're, they're doing well. The uh, international duty as well. So from from a Celtic's point of view, the Rangers game is 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 good fun, but the fact of the matter is we're going for ten in a row and we need to get moving. That's that's my yeah. Opinion. The other, no, I think I think you're probably right. The, the other thing was I was looking at the. Uh, I met one of my friends, John, our friend John, and he's talking about Lee Condorcan. Lee Condorcan, he says his name, uh-huh. chief scout. I don't like what I'm reading about where he came from and the money ball and the stat, the statistics to pick players. It's it just, I've read all about it at the weekend and I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best way for Celtic to, to go and get players now. I'm just sort of, I don't know. I just I, I read about their times in Hamburg and their times in Sunderland and now he's at, yeah. he's, he's at Celtic. And like, I, I probably had read about it before, but I just, uh, John was talking about it at length on Saturday. So I thought, right, I'll have a look. I just sort of, like, I was like, uh, it doesn't, I mean, I don't know that, I don't know the perfect formula, but certainly uh, it didn't seem to be working at either of the clubs they, they've tried it out on, so I hope Celtic are, are not a guinea pig for this sort of stuff, I just, I'd rather have, uh, maybe maybe I'm just old-fashioned, an old-fashioned scouting system that, that you rely on guys to bring players through to you, because this seems to be yeah. more of a statistical approach that, it seems that Hamburg yeah, and I'm Sunderland not. spent a lot of money on and didn't really get much, much from. Yeah. So that, that that's a sort of downer uh, when I'm looking at it, and hopefully, 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 it's successful. But I'm, I'm not too sure. My spider. Yeah, I think I, I think I think the jury's out. To be honest, I don't think. I mean, certainly judging by the, this transfer window, 
don't think it's been the greatest. But uh, and uh, maybe even the January transfer window last year wasn't the greatest. But and saying that right enough after the January transfer window last year, Rogers came out and thanked the board and said they, they gave him everything they wanted. So I don't know. But Rogers, Rogers, Rogers says a lot. I mean, he 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 says he said things in Musa Dembele. He, uh, he said stuff like that. You know what I mean? He said stuff. Missing the barely one minute and next minute, then we've got this. So, Rogers plays a game, a certain type of game, it's certain different scenarios. His job isn't PR, isn't media. His job is to get Celtic winning every week in the park, and he's been very successful at it. Um, yeah. Listening to him, you just don't know. I mean, the whole buying of football players and agents and stuff like that, it's a bit minefield and it's probably a very dodgy minefield. So, as far as I'm concerned, transfer window's finished. Celtic need to get down to, to brass tacks the next four yep. f- four weeks. Because start I mean, winning games. Start winning games and start I mean like if you look at the performance against Hamanakis, the, the statistics like Celtic like they didn't even perform a third of the way they performed against Rangers at the weekend. So we need that sort of performance now for European games. And what this means is because Moose is away, other guys are gonna have to step up. Lee Griffiths is gonna have to yep. step up, which is more like capable of doing and also you want then uh, uh, Sinclair's of this world to, to, to start to, to rattle in the goals as well they, they need to they need to start I mean Moussa Dembele only played 25 times every 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 year for us yeah. Celtic should be able to find a way to win these games and uh, Ryan Christie is another guy which I, I really like him I'm very impressed with him and he, he really want I, I want him to do well you know I thought I thought Ryan Christie, to be honest, was really looked really really sharp when he came on the other night against Sadova, yeah. and I thought he'd done a lot of a lot of good pressing and a lot of good running uh, when he came on against Rangers as well, and I think he's one that that Rogers can possibly work with, but and I think Rogers likes him as well because he's he's obviously I think they had the opportunity to get him out and loan again this year, but they've not. Rogers has kept him there. So, I think he does like him. But that's the fact. The fact is that these players have to come along. We can't just run all these other players. The first team into the ground. So these players now need to, to need to show. I mean, Lewis Morgan must be coming back as well. We just need these t- these players to to kick on. Forget about McGinn. Forget about Musa Dembele. Uh, and hopefully the Australian guy who seems to he, he seems to not to have a pre-season because because of a different sort of different Australian play at different times of the year their league so yeah. we, we need him to and, and Mikey Johnson he has been given ample opportunity now he's had two or two games now real big games in Europe so here's hoping that he'll kick on as well and it's, it's really exciting yeah it is it is so hopefully hopefully well I'm going to anything else Bertie yeah, the only the only other thing I was just going to I was just going to touch on was uh, was 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 uh, Dembele's move, right? Um, w- well, it was the, the kind of transfer window, I suppose. Uh, if Dembele see see at the start of the transfer window, mm-hmm. right? If somebody had offered you twelve million for Dembele and eight million for Boyata, would you have taken it? No, oh, they took eight million for Boyata. 
But I wouldn't have taken twelve million from Pendelli for Musa. Well, would you? There's, I'd, uh, probably not. Even, well, even even fourteen million for Dembele, I don't know. But you've got you've got twenty two million pound for Dembele, and you've still got Boyata. Yeah, yeah, okay. And as I say, I think I think Boyata is the I think Boyata is the key. You're doing some maths there, are you? Uh, there you go, eh? <laughs> right, I think right. I think I think I think Boyata is 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 the key. I think, as I said, come back against Hamilton, get myself back into it. Solid against the Aki's, solid in the European game, and. Uh, I thought I thought he was man in the match against against strangers on Saturday, uh, Sunday. I yeah, thought it was brilliant. I thought it was great. And the thing is that the thing is that Ajah needs somebody to play well with him beside him and take him through the games. We've got yeah. your man. We've got your man now for Leicester. She looks brilliant. Like he looks great. He looks the pedigree. Everything's there. He's played games uh, for is it Dynamo Kiev and stuff like that. So he he will become a, an influence because we can go to three at the back. And yeah. also now we can give Tierney a bit of a rest. We can give Lustig a bit of a rest. So like it, you have to be excited. You, Celtic are a movable. They move. They, they, they change. Yeah. There isn't one player. There's there's defining players. Musa had twenty five games, whatever. Water. We need the defence sorted. We've got another defender in. We've got this Australian guy in to hopefully, and we've got Johnson McGregor now. And I mean. Honestly, how good is Forrest? Like, James Forrest. James, how good see, is see Forrest? For the, see, for the goal, I thought James Forrest done outstanding for the goal because it would have been easy for him just to put his laces through that. Through the keyhole, he sees me chin going down. He's like, I'm just putting this through. Aye. It takes a lot of guts to do that. As you say, you could just hit it. You could just knock it wide. He would be entitled Aye. to shoot like Morella shot when he should just... Put it he should maybe squared it. Yep. He should have squared it, whereas it takes football intelligence and... Big game bottle to do that, but he's played in over seventy games in Europe. He's played and scored goals at that level now, when real high pressure situations, and all that comes into his game when he's moving and he's seeing the players threading off him. Like the, the, goal, the goal is absolutely phenomenal. A goal's a great goal. It's just a great really goal. Is. It's, it's a great goal. Like, and even just down in the charm, he's still got to finish it. He keeps it low. Yeah, we've seen players balloon balls like that easily. You've, you can throw yep. your your football misses. You see players in that situation when they're running full pelt, and he takes it with his right foot, puts it. In. It's just a great goal, and it's it's something that we'll we'll look back on in years to come and say that was a that was a cracker. I, I like I like goals like that when Celtic are in full flow. They're moving yep. fast. All the players are in sync. They know how to play. They know where the other guys are going to be. That takes years players playing or, or, or playing loads of games together to get that sort of that sort of movement and that, it's just fantastic yeah it's great to watch so we have to be happy we have to be they call it enjoy the next couple of uh, weeks uh, because I think yeah. I think it's going to be good I, I, like I'm not I, I, I want Celtic to have a hard league to play in and they said Marin if they get a new manager in Kelly away we went didn't do that well against Aberdeen at home should expect us to take care of business, but I like the fact that hearts are moving. I don't, I don't like hearts, but I like the fact that hearts are, are moving. Ah, it's it's a more difficult league. Uh, and uh, they just don't get any credit, but it makes a more difficult league, and that, that means that Celtic players have to go and, and play, so that's magic. Yep. So, so corporate, corporate Bertie, you, get, yep. you wonder Never what, thought I'd see the day. You wonder what the title of the podcast is going to be this week. 
yeah. I wonder, eh? I wonder. But, uh, thanks everybody again for listening to us. Uh, yeah, uh, I hope you all had a great weekend because uh, we, we had a fantastic weekend and yeah, certainly and, did. And enjoy. I think we'll do one again next week. It's the, it's the Scotland. It's the Scotland uh, games coming up. So my Martin wants us to talk about Scotland. So maybe we'll do a bit about Scotland. Uh, yeah. Just do some chat. But uh, thanks a lot for listening to us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, Brian. Take care. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.